0: Welcome
1: to the World of Tomorrow! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Welcome to the World of Tomorrow. I'm your host, the admirable admiral, and as always, my very lovely co-host, Mr. Jim Pork. How's it going, buddy? It's going good, Admiral. How are you? I am great. The Honorable Tesla is here. We're in, your reg- we're in our regular recording area. We're not cramped up, you know. We're, we're fine. We, we're able to breathe. We're able to touch walls on both sides, not at the same time while you're in the center. That's good. Yeah. Jim, why don't you tell the people what we do here and what production order is?
0: Absolutely. So we are a Futurama fan podcast I almost mispronounced the title of the show uh we take it upon ourselves to watch every single episode of the wonderful amazing hit animated sci-fi comedy series futurama
1: for free uh,
0: we were for free unpaid as of now hint, and, hint, wink. and
1: nudge, i like nudge. how people are probably like yeah they're probably getting paid for free because they can't say futurama correctly nerds yeah, that's,
0: that's, that's right Uh, we will take each episode, we're gonna break it down, run through what happened in the episode, we'll talk about some of the things that made us laugh and cry and whatever else emotions we felt, uh, only cried once so far, um, oh, luck of the friarish, anyway, um, we will tell you things that we want from the future and we'll share some fun facts about each episode with you.
1: Mm -hmm. And production order.
0: Yes, yes, and production order is important. So, we do go in production order. That has not been vital in the first two seasons as much, but it is pretty intricate. Like it's it's crazy. If you're not going in production order with us, you're going to get completely lost. That means if you're watching on Hulu, you're watching in broadcast order. If you were watching on the old DVDs, you're in production order. You are good to go. Um this is the way they were made. This is the way that they were meant to be seen. So, yes.
1: All right, guys, so with that, let's jump right into That's Lobstertainment, episode eight of season three, original air date, February 25th, 2001. The caption is, uh, deciphered from crop circles. Yes. And the cartoon is, boxcar blues, 1930. I feel like we've seen this one before. Yeah, I don't know.
0: It looks familiar. They may have reused uh, you know a different segment from the same cartoon.
1: Exactly. All right. So, basically, uh we're at Amateur Night at the Apollo. And I love how they have uh amateur car parking or amateur valet. Yes. That as well. Uh so uh was it F- Funnybot 5.0? We
0: were, we're bot
1: 5.0. Was uh was up first? Uh, and then you have your favorite one of your favorite characters is back, he shows up again. Uh, the liquid guy. forgot his name. Florp? Yes. Is it Florp? I forgot. Um, yeah, I can't remember the
0: character's name at all.
1: But uh, basically, he comes to yep. introduce Dr. Zoidberg. And Dr. Zoidberg's like, Hey, what's the deal with this? Just basically being as unfunny as possible. Uh, and I love how they, they try and get him with the hooks. You know, the little... If you're bad... Yeah. The canes, yeah. Um, and then I love how they, they, do they hit him on the head and he falls down, or? Yeah, they just take him, they, like, just whack him on the head. Right. And so then they go back to Planet Express, and, uh, he talks about how, uh, his uncle, his his uncle or his great-uncle?
0: Um, it was his great-uncle?
1: Yeah, great-uncle Zoid. Harold Zoid. Um... So then he goes, and he decides... Basically, we see... Uh, I love how the professor takes out this giant laser disc. Like, lp yes. size laser disc, disc. And then he posts, yes. and they watch, you know, a short. And uh, basically, it's in the vein of Laurel Hardy and uh, Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, yeah. An old,
0: kind of a Charlie Chaplin film,
1: really. a right. yeah. um, holodisc. And, and then, uh, so... Uh, Zoidberg decides to write his his un, his great uncle Harold in his own ink a letter. Um, yes. And so Zoidberg, thinking that Harold is a very illustrious, you know, Hollywood producer, Hollywood actor, no, a rich doctor. No, 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 no. I'm saying um, Zoidberg. Zoidberg.
0: Thinks, his uncle is still rich. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Come to find out he's not, he's living in an old folks home with a lady who just randomly hisses at people for no reason, which I find that hysterical. Um, So then, uh, and then he writes back to uh, Zoidberg and lets him know, hey, you're a rich doctor. I think you should come, you know, come out and do this. We could produce a movie together. So. Yeah. So, uh, they, so they leave to go to Hollywood. Um, which is funny cause weren't we in LA like a couple of weeks, a couple a couple episodes ago?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. we were in LA for
1: the chronic woman.
0: Yeah. That was, well, I guess that was technically the last
1: season and it doesn't even look as bad as it used to though. Yeah. It's cleaned itself up a bit, you know? Yeah. So then they the Alila Parks uh the Planet Express ship in the compact uh car area which obviously yeah. the Planet Express ship is not yes. Uh and then uh they decide to uh go, you know, to go on the um tours to see people.
0: Yeah, the the star tours.
1: Right. And I like how awesome. she makes the joke as, uh, "Oh, you'll get, uh, you'll get recognized," which nobody's ever been recognized, according to her. Yes. Um, and so then they, you know, they they go to the house and they see Mel Gibson's house, his little house. With, with, yeah, with the, where the head lives. <laughs> yeah, and he opens the door and he's kind of like he's kind of got shifty eyes. He's like, oh. <laughs> uh, and so then we see uh, Calculon and then bender decides to go and meet Harash. calculon even though he's met him before yeah I don't know he how goes he keeps to calculon Yeah, he keeps bringing it up he's like hey it's me you met me before remember saved your life blah 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 and blah, blah. he's like uh no i don't remember Now, if you can if you can boil water to a 212 degrees i don't need you so then he closes the door, knocks on it again, and he goes, Sir! I said, oh, that guy? That guy was named Bender. I'm Boiler.
0: Yeah, and then he just, he becomes his, like, showerhead.
1: Yeah, and then he's like, thanks, Boiler. Oh, you can call me Bender. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, which, the question is, number one, why do robots need to take a bath?
0: I mean, you know, everyone needs a robot wash once in a while.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, and so then, they decide to, they go back they go near the restaurant that uh, Zoidberg and his great uncle Harold is supposed to be at. Um, you know, it's, it's called Ebola. What's
0: the name? That's right. I was like, I I wrote this down somewhere.
1: Ebola, which is what? Okay. So then they kind of you know have their they have their lunch and they basically they're trying to like outdo each other. Like, hey, yeah. I'm rich, and you're rich. So they basically don't want to let each other down. Yeah, so
0: they... They go to this, like, fancy restaurant.
1: Right. Uh, and they talk about, oh, what's free? The bread? We'll take two. <laughs> uh, and yes. so then Fry and Leela uh, really don't do that much this episode. No, they they try to find parking. Yeah, they just try to go find... Ahead. They try to find parking, and they, um... We'll kind of go? We'll kind of go through that one really quick, cause that's like a story mode. That's a story that doesn't really, it doesn't really do the bigger picture more. Like it doesn't help out the bigger picture. Yeah, it doesn't really do
0: much of anything. It's just a bunch of side jokes.
1: So they get into the La Brea tar pits. Um, yeah, well, this, this comes later because they're trying to go to the premiere. Right, so. but we'll talk. We're just gonna mention that they're in the La Brea tar pits, so I have to keep going back to them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so then, uh, Bender, Zoidberg goes to Bender and he's like, look, I need some money from Calculon to put up this money that my uncle wants to make. So, he basically gets Calculon to give him money to do the movie, because it's with Harold Zoid, which is, which Calculon loves, but he also wants an Oscar? Yes. Yeah. He
0: he wants an Oscar, Oh. Uh... And so he he agrees to do this movie because it, Bender said he can guarantee him the Oscar, right? And it's working with Harold
1: Zoid, right? So they uh, they make a movie called The Magnificent Three. Yes, um, and it's basically uh, Harold Zoid is the father, is the president of the United States, and then the and vice, son. which is also the vice president, right?
0: Yes, who does not want to follow in his father's footsteps and become president?
1: Right. Uh, so basically, some scenes interact, and it's it's really like it's bad. It's bad.
0: Well, because he keeps telling them to do like dumb slapstick comedy in the background.
1: Right. It's bad. His dramatic film. Uh. So then they just kind of do the slapstick, uh, and then. It, does he get thrown off the top of the White House, or does he fall off the top of the White House? He, like, falls off the uh, like the White House balcony and falls
0: to his death. And then Zoidberg, playing the, uh, like, I don't even remember what he's supposed to be. He's like a general or something, comes in. The president is dead. Congratulations, Mr. President. We just get Calgill on screaming, no, and that's the end of the film.
1: And that, and so then uh, they go. They're watching the premiere of this, and everybody's done. Everybody leaves. Which, what? Got got to cut back for a
0: second because one of my favorite lines in this movie is when they're like, "Okay, people, we'll see you all at the premiere. How long will that take?" Well, editing is a long and expensive process, but we spent the entire budget on pies, so it'll be ready Friday. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So they take they do they do the premiere, and everybody's gone at the end. Um. So, basically, Calculon uh, swears that someone will die if he doesn't get the Oscar. Yeah,
0: he's going to kill them all.
1: Yeah. Uh, so then, Zoidberg and Bender rig the Oscars. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so then, uh, Billy Crystal is host of the Oscars at this one, at this point?
0: Yes. At the one thousand seventy fourth Academy
1: Awards. Yes, which I think that is actually accurate of what. What the? It would be. Yeah. Uh. So then, uh, uh, uh and what about Joan Rivers? What about her head? Oh. Yes. Oh. She's like interviewing
0: people on the red carpet.
1: Yeah, and the uh, the gorillas there, like. Yeah, the gorilla
0: that was made from the DNA of Jack Nicholson.
1: Yes. Yeah, and it's like, ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, and so then we, uh, so then basically they have the point where uh, they're giving out the nominations for best uh, can products because the slurm ma- uh, best
0: product placement.
1: Yeah, the slurm machine is yes. is naming the awards, and I love how he they can't say Star Trek. Yeah. Yet, so what? Well, what was that? can you do this whole thing? That Because it was funny, because uh, I was listening to the commentary, so I didn't hear it. Um,
0: I would have to pull it up.
1: Oh, okay. So basically, they just kind of go, oh, this. Oh, that. Uh, and then they choose the best product placement, which is obviously horrible to do that. Uh, and so then, Zoidberg walks out, throws Billy Crystal into the audience, and starts naming the awards, um... Like, oh, uh, best actor is this, that, that. Oh, and the turn of events, Calculon. But I love how the camera's on the original guy, but the camera just goes, oh, shit, Calculon. Yeah. I love this line from the uh, the ballot counters when they're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Hey, look, don't worry about it. Just act like we know everything. It's okay. Uh,
0: and I did just get the the
1: uh, nominees for Best Product Placement. Okay. It was Best Soft Drink Placement.
0: It was Star Trek, The Pepsi Generation, They Call Me Mr. Pib, and Snow White and the 7-Ups.
1: Ah! Did you get the joke with the ballots? With The ball- the people with the ballots? Because that was hysterical. I want to do that joke yes. justice. Why don't you go ahead and say that joke, that line you have uh, them? um it
0: was uh, uh when oh god when they um when they he um announces like instead of that other guy you get
1: the bag and it's like uh oh he read the wrong name shh, just play along like they did for Marissa Tomei yeah like it's just like shh don't worry about it it's fine <laughs> uh so then they kind of uh uh, you know he really he Zoidberg opens the thing and looks at it and he goes, "Wow!" in a turn of events, Harold Zoid won the Oscar. And yes. And they're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> so then yeah, and so, Harold, Harold Zoid
0: goes up and accepts it and everything
1: without being nominated. That's the funny part. Without be- yes. And so then he's like, "Oh, thank you guys, you're so awesome." And I love this part when he's like, "Oh, blah blah, blah this." But you know what's better than one Oscar? Two Oscars! Okay, okay, what was the point? Like, you don't have two Oscars. Yeah. So then basically he's just, he's kind of like, it's kind of nice for him as a generation. Because, I mean, slapstick isn't the best humor. But it's nice that he is getting noticed for all the work that he did. Like, it's nice that everybody actually cares for him. Uh and then you yeah. get the monkey from uh, the monkey with with Jack Nicholson's DNA like <laughs> hanging from the chandelier. Yes. Uh and so then we go to an Oscar after party. Uh and uh, I love how is it Bender Zoidberg and Harold Zoid are, you know, all sitting there and Calcannon walks up and they're like, "Oh my god." We're going to die. So they hide her on a table. They go hit the deck. So they hide her on the table. Yes. And then, uh, Capricorn comes up and he's like, look, I'm going to kill you because I want the Oscar. You promised me an Oscar. So then Harold like gives it to him. He's like, look, it's fine. I made him a Hollywood movie. I don't care. Like you can have the Oscar. I don't care. And Calculon, like, I guess kind of realizes, not at that point, but maybe he came to his terms before that, where he was just like, you know what? You're right. I need to earn the Oscar on my own. I don't need it handed to me. So then he gives it back to uh, Harold Zoid, and an earthquake happens. Uh, And I love how at that point, Bender and Zoidberg are up, but when the the earthquake happens, Zoidberg's like, uh, no, Bender's like, hit the deck! So they hit the deck. And I love this line too. When Harold Zor goes, "I'm not gonna hit the deck. I'm holding someone's Oscar." <laughs> yes. Uh, so then, come kind of to find out, they break out. Uh, uh, Fry and Leela break out of the La Brea Tar pits. And, Through the subway. Yes. Uh, and they're gonna go in, but they can't get in because they don't have an invitation. But yet they see that Sylvester Stallone skeleton is with them. Yes. Uh well, it's- some
0: caveman skeleton, right? So they assume
1: it must be alone. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's the that's the end of the episode. It's nice, short, and sweet, and to the point. Yes. Uh, there's a couple good jokes in there, not not the best, but still good. Uh, yeah, it's got some good moments. Yeah, Jim, why don't you uh, tell people what is the next episode we will be reviewing?
0: Yes. Yeah, so the next episode we will review is the Cyber House Rules.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Alright, Jim, so let's jump into things I want from the future. You go ahead, Jim. Uh
0: I want a silent black and white holodisc film.
1: Ah. Uh, I want a boiler. Named Bender. Yes. Uh and right. I want to watch Either there with your shower head. Yeah. I want to watch an uncut version of the Magnificent 3. Yes. Yes. Or the script. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, man. I
0: honestly, I think it would make if, like, you know, aside from the fact that they clearly make it the worst movie ever, it honestly sounds like a plot that would be somewhat interesting to read.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you got any else, uh, anything else from things I want from the future?
0: No, that's, that's really it for me.
1: Okay. All right, let's move on to fun facts. Ah, fun facts. So we have, uh, so why don't you go ahead first? Because uh, I have a couple of uh, an- uh, a couple of voice actors names, but you go ahead.
0: Okay, uh, so first of all, for me, um, the the tour bus that they're on—I mentioned the name earlier—Star Tours. That is actually uh, a Star Wars Disneyland attraction in Disney World. Like you can ride it. It's it's literally the name of the Star Wars attraction
1: at the Disney parks. I wonder uh, if they had to change it. Yeah, I like
0: I don't know if it was supposed to be a reference to that, but. It, it really is funny. It's like yeah, the the whole ride is like you go on a, a space tour to Endor and get like diverted and blow up the Death Star.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: and in Star Wars references, if you pay attention at uh, the Oscars, one of the people in attendance is the head of Jar Jar Binks in a jar.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh. And also, um, I have I'm gonna do some I'm gonna do some fun facts, but I have a big juicy, um. Uh, fun fact that it always irks my nerves when people say the words wrong. Uh, so, Hank Azari is obviously uh, Harold Zoid. Uh, yes. Uh, he's also, a lot of people don't know, but he's Mo from Simpsons. But he's also the Blue Raja from Mystery Men. Uh, and also... Um, he's also
0: Gargamel in the Smurfs.
1: Exactly. Exactly, yes. Uh, I forgot about that. Because I don't really... I don't,
0: he, he's also the villain of one of my favorite stupid forgotten comedy films, the movie Run, Fat Boy, Run.
1: Oh, shit, he is in that one. For I love
0: that movie so much. It's a guilty pleasure film. It's a terrible movie, but I love it.
1: Uh, Joan Rivers uh, is not Joan Rivers. That's done by Tress McNeil. Which, I was like, wow, that's pretty damn good.
0: She, I feel like I remember she did that on Animaniacs a lot. Like She did Joan Rivers a lot on that
1: and the thing that really like blew my mind is that Billy Crystal was not played by Billy Crystal. that was played by uh Phil Lamar huh yeah, the guy who does the voice of Hermes that threw me for a loop. I was like, really <laughs> It's like okay, yeah, that's crazy um uh double check to make that uh, to make that to make sure that's right um, I think so or maybe he was a soda bot. I'm not sure, but I think they said he was the Billy Crystal's head. But the thing that irks my nerves about a lot of things is yes, I said it, but I wanted to specify about how it not how it should not be said. So, the La Brea tar pits are literally calling the La Brea tar pits the the tar pits. It should only be called La Brea tar pits, not the La Brea tar pits. That's interesting, yeah. I'm sorry, but I said it that way while we were reviewing it, so people would be like, oh, wow, yeah, it does kind of get annoying. It's literally, if it, tra- if, it, if it translates correctly, it's called The The Tar Pits. And it's... Well,
0: it's kind of like DC Comics, because the DC stood for Detective Comics. Right,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, and yes, it was Phil Lamar. That okay. is
1: correct. Yeah, I wanted to make sure I was right. Uh, all right, Jim, you got anything else before we head out?
0: No, that's it for
1: me. All right, guys, so this is a, a bi-weekly podcast. Uh, we rev- uh, uh, we review once every two weeks, and it's released every other Sunday. And, guys, also you can check out my other podcast, Cinema Gems, on lowrampictures.com. Thank you, Marty and the Arrogant Deserber for letting us use your website. Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. And also, guys, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram on Holland Sci-Fi. And you can follow me. Well, you can email us at CinemaGyms15 at Gmail and let us know. Hey, you guys suck, or hey, you guys are all right. I mean, any any input is great. Any input. Yeah. Even if we're like, oh, you know what? You're a fucking stickler for the La Brea tar pits. Well, fuck you. Yeah. But let us know. Exactly. And
0: we'll let you know that.
1: Exactly. But guys, that has been everything. We'll see you in two weeks when we review cyber house rules all right yeah. guys so wipe your hooves and see you later bye